for the brothers that don't be knowing. What's up? He is Troy Abbott. PT. Yes, sir. My name is AJ My Smith, name is strength coach, owner what? here at Smith's Fitness. This is Busy Getting Strong, the Smith's Fitness podcast. Let's get it. Yeah, All right, welcome to episode nine of Busy Getting Strong, the Smith's Fitness podcast. Podcast is carving it, man. Heaps of views, yeah. listens even. Heaps of listens over the last on, week. So random couple of days there. Yeah, we normally get like, uh, so we can look at our stats on SoundCloud and we normally get a bit of a spike, obviously, the day and the day after we put a podcast out, but it's sort of been solid across the week. So we're pushing towards like 1,500 listens across our eight episodes. Yep. Stoked. Famous. So, yeah, well, not yet. <laughs> like I said, man, we've only got 91 to go. We're going to go to 100 yeah. at least. Um, so on that point, tags and screenshots, if you're listening, just screenshot, chuck it on your Instagram story, um, chuck a tag in there. So at us as the kids say, um, and we'll share it on ours as well. It's good. Get the word out there, which is obviously, I think it's happening, man. Yeah. I think it's be. happening. I keep getting shit from all my mates. Like, oh, won't you chuck that on your podcast and do this? So I'm like, secretly they're trying to diss me, but then secretly in their spare time, they're listening they're, they're to me listening, chat shit. That's it. So, joke's on them. That's it. That's it, man. All right. Um, another reminder. PBs for Pals is coming up 18th of May, 10 a.m. Um, got some... See the um, prizes that uh, Jim, Jim brought through, in? Yeah. Thanks, Jim. One of my Full, clients. Yeah, yeah, fully signed... Um, Frio Dockers. Frio Dockers football. And a... It's like the Perth Stadium um, jersey. Yeah. So they had like a commemorative jersey and that's signed by Ross Lyon and Nat Fife. So some people really won't be interested. Yep. But... Given it's the Dockers and some people will be all about it. That's so it. we're going to raffle that off uh, for PBs for Pals. Um, plenty of PB attempts going down, some workouts, sausage sizzle, some cakes, some beers, three-point competition, a few little workouts. Three-point competition. Oh, we're going to have some sort of competition it's going. Basketball competition. Um, yeah. So it's going to be uh, like a big open day at the gym. So... Get yourself down there. Members, non-members, everyone's welcome. Um, just cruise on down, 10 a.m. Um, and that's what, 18th of May is two weeks away? Yep. Not this weekend, next weekend? So get on down. It's all for a good cause uh, for one of uh, our members who's uh, come down with breast cancer um, and currently undergoing chemo. Um, and also for her husband, who's a member as well. So yep. just helping them out, guys. So uh, 18th of May, get yourself down there. Uh, another shout out, oh, big shout out uh, to our swimmers. So they, I was supposed to shout them out last week. Whoops, completely forgot because they just got back then. So to our swimmers who were at uh, Adelaide in Adelaide for nationals, uh, apparently they all did really well. We had a few make finals. Summer, Lily, and Will all made finals. PBs in the relays. Um, a couple of uh, first timers at nationals. Yep. Uh, did really well as well. I got some feedback from uh, Brooke, their coach, yesterday that um, they all presented really well. No injuries, no niggles, no maybe, shoulders. Maybe they were listening to last week's podcast and traveling. Oh, they could have been. Um, so they did really notes. well. And um, the program with those guys is, is really growing. Um, yeah. and, and the Rocky Swim Club um, is doing is doing big things. Mate, and they own the gym now, don't they? Mate, they things, own the gym. Um, it's basically going to be them Tuesday, Thursday across yeah. the board now. So... Big shout out to all our swimmers. Um, even though at times they can give me the shits, it's great to see like young athletes just getting stuck in yeah. um, and being determined to get better. So that's what it's all about. That's why that's 
why one of the main reasons I started the business, you know. So shout out to you guys and sorry for not shouting you out last week. <laughs> um, a big shout out to my mate Bricky. I was at his wedding on Friday. It was an awesome day. Had a few too many beers. Look but, at your um, stories. It looked like the, the beers mate, were flowing. I woke so. up pretty sweet. <laughs> so we had we had um, beers on Thursday night and beers on Friday. Obviously at the wedding on Friday. Yeah. Um, and then I woke up Saturday and I was like, oh yeah. I was almost going to run to my mates in Beldivis and pick up the car. I was that keen. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was sweet. I was, I was happy with that. Kelly, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Not so much, mate. She was a bit under the weather. Oh, no. So big shout out to uh, Adam and Caitlin Brick for their wedding. Congratulations, guys. All right. Um, no Game of Thrones spoilers today. Wasn't that big on yesterday's episode, to be fair? It was a bit boring, wasn't it? Yeah, compared to... People were saying that episode was better. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah. Let's, get, let's get to this, though. So, Sally hit me up said, can't listen to the podcast because of the Game of Thrones spoilers. <laughs> All right. Get this, that... Oh, but She's still... She's only she's on only season like, one, though. Yeah, so, I'm like, that's like, the, that's like the Lord's work, trying to watch that and <laughs> not be told what's actually happening, eh? From season one... Mate, she's not going to be done till the end of the year. Yeah. And now she's got to like look at, see all these memes and not know the context of them and just she's be like... She's going to find out eventually. So sense. Sally was like, I can't listen because I'm waiting for them all to come out before I watch them. And I was like, what? Like, how are you going to survive? Nah. Like, how are you not going to come across people that are talking about it or anything? So that was weird. But um, we're not going to spoil it. No. After last week's spoilers. Um, yeah, yesterday I was a bit... The episode was a bit like, I don't know. It was a bit flat. It was like, they just get at the party forever, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're down there now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then... I was a little bit... I can't go into it, because we can't give away spoilers. Yeah, I know, but it it seemed like they were... I was like, oh, is this just going to be a whole big party? Sort of like that episode two, where they're all like, just chilling, oh, we're probably going to die, all that sort of stuff. And then this was like the, oh, yeah... Am I spoiling it if I say we we won? <laughs> oh yeah, we're not dead now. Um, and then I was like, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got this other fight to fight. Oh well, that started. So like, all right, far out. Yeah, give us a bit of a rest in between. Brand's still not doing anything. Fuck, he's annoying. Man. <laughs> you know, every time I every time I leave the gym and I'm like I'm clocking off for the day, I'm just gonna be like, I need to go now and just fucking walk out. <laughs> just wait, wait. Where's he going? I need to go now. It's like fuck, little dick. Uh, anyway, yeah, nothing on Game of Thrones today. Yeah. All right, man. Body scans. That's the big one. Body today. scans. Um, Nat sent this through a while back, but we didn't get to it. Yep. Um, and then um, I had a bit of time to look over her, her two body scans. I think they were three months apart. Uh, and these are just the, I wouldn't say generic, but they're the cost-effective um, bio-impedal scans that a lot of places have nowadays. Yeah, most um, gyms have them these days. A lot of they? gyms have them. My scales do a similar version yep. of it. Yep. Input your height, input your weight. You obviously have to have bare feet on it. Yep. Um, and it's and it's a form of bioelectrical impedance, which is basically a... Um, what, it sends like a low-level... Signal electrical current through your body, um, and it estimates your fat-free mass and water yep. and fat mass. Um, given that um, the electrical current flows faster through tissues with water with high water content 
yeah. uh, like muscle and slower through low water content like fat and then it gives you basically your stats yeah. um, there's a, a shitload of other stuff that would go into it um, estimates and equations well, well, well I know the one so it it uses estimates for everything obviously um, the one that that Nat had done I'm not I can't remember the actual specific one yeah um, but it it came up with all sorts so it, it came up with more than what a a um, bioelectrical impedance machine should yeah, which means right. that it's sort of derived things I wouldn't say out of nowhere yeah. but it's sort of estimating and um, I don't know uh, it's it's given a it's it's given measures so the report card that you get gives you measures that are very indirectly measured yeah. if that makes any sense yep. um, so we just wanted to have a chat about are they worth it uh, what's your opinion on it Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of stuff. So before we get into it, obviously the main thing is people want to know their body fat percentage. Yep. Um, we know that excess fat basically can have a negative effect on an effect on health performance um, and obviously aesthetics as well. Um, and then tracking your body fat is a good way to know if your training interventions are working, not yep. working. And your nutrition, probably more so your nutritional also, interventions. Maybe seeing that skeletal muscle mass increase as well as the other thing that. Well, yeah. We're looking at. Yep. Um, which Nat, hand hand which Nat did see. Yep. So. Um, Good stuff. The um, so yeah, there was there was gains um, in skeletal muscle mass uh, on Nat's report. Yep. Um, but like I said, there was. It didn't quite marry up, with, previous results. So there was sort of something missing yeah. um, that we couldn't quite put our finger on. Um, but with that, with that aside, it's more um, what have you what have you seen in the past? What would you? What's your sort of experience with these things? Yeah. Do you push people towards getting them? Do you tell them not to worry? Um, what do you? What is your go to when it comes to uh, sort of body composition measurements? Yeah. So for me, it's probably. I steer away from these scans now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a few um, in the past. I've used them to to track and you know people's body composition. But uh, to be honest, in my opinion, I've had more negative. Yeah. Sort of. Well, it's also the the people that we're training as well. Like we don't train figure athletes or bodybuilders true, so yeah. much, do yeah, we? That's it. Um, and they might be the the people that probably care the most and, and sort of hang their hat on it a little bit more yeah. um, than sort of the strength athletes and general population that we train more often. Yeah. Um, um, and I've experimented with them myself as well. I've done a few measurements um, using them before over, you know, three-month periods to see if there's yep. um, progress. And I've been actually disheartened a few times by some of the results I've got from them. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just been sort of... Uh, I can feel it in my own body. You know when you feel in your own body that you're leaner or you're, yeah. oh. you can see that muscle increase size and then you go on one of these scans and it says yeah. very, very little difference. And yeah. for me, I sort of walked away just being feeling neg- more negative about it rather than going, oh, you know, yeah. I've got to do something about it. And so it sort of gave me this... Um, and I, I was obviously telling you before, I've done these measurements with these body scans before where I've done it, done it first thing in the morning after yeah. a training session. Um, yep. got some not so good results came back later in the day 
the same day, um, did the same measurement and got a completely different result. Yeah, they um, so, from what I, I like, I had a quick read through some of the research um, that I could find, and um, it it does say like tra- um, like hydration status, training status. I'm not sure how that affects it. Like having trained, yep. that's a weird. Like it's obviously not my like scope of expertise, body composition, um, or like anthropometry, but it's um. Yeah, I, I thought that was surprising. Like, obviously, hydration yep. is going to have a big um, impact on it across the board. But I didn't, I didn't think training, like training status, would. Um, and apparently, that was one of the limitations of um, def- those def- sort of machines. Yeah, I saw that. So I, I had a scan just after I trained, and I got a more negative result. Yeah. Than, okay, that's I weird. Was arrested and recovered. So. Yeah. Um, so when we look at the um, BIA, we'll call it that bioelectrical impedance. Um, that's sort of what they call it. Why would it be called? Oh, bioelectrical impedance analysis, BIA. Yeah. All right. So let's call it that. So I don't have to spit those words out. Um, they basically, they underestimate the body fat percentage. So it's given, uh, compared to a DEXA, which would be the gold standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a whole heap of different ways that you can estimate, uh, body composition from loose as estimates like BMI which doesn't take into account um, yeah. fat or skeletal I think muscle. I think we probably both... Yeah, uh, BMI is so. a good measure across a large population, Yeah. Um, but not for a single person. So across a large population, um, it's it's quite uh, a good measure of where that's, that population is at. Yeah. Um, but across athletic populations, individuals, that sort of stuff, it's not always the best measure. No. Um, then you've got skin folds, which are another, man, skin folds to me, unless, like, I don't do them, uh, mainly because, uh, like, for one, don't have very expensive calibrated skin fold um, calipers. Which makes a difference. Which makes a difference. Um, Whilst I've gone over it, uh, I haven't got any formal, formal training. We did it at uni, but it wasn't like where to, to assess where the sites are and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but I haven't done, haven't gone and furthered my, my studies in it. Um, and done like, I think it's an ISAC, um, uh, what would you call it? An ISAC accreditation, yep. um, to, to take skin folds. So you start adding in these things, uh, with skin folds and it can give you an indi- indication for sure. Yep. It can give you an yep. indication. Well, I, I um, and that's what I use it for, for an indication as well. Yeah. So it's, um, but there's so much variance, one, within the calipers that you're using. Obviously, yep. they need to be calibrated calipers, um, which I don't have. Um, two, the tester who's taking them. Yep. So there's errors within the tester. That's it. And then there's errors within the equation that you use. So those errors just get amplified. Yeah. Like every time you add something else in, there's another factor with errors or estimation included in it. That's right. Um, which means that the results... Uh, are only so valid. Yep. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, and the and the thing is, for me, the other um, the like people looking at themselves in the mirror yep. and how they feel, how they fit in their clothes, can give you that estimation anyway. Yep. So it's that's where I'm like, we like, yeah, we could do it, but how is it going to affect the outcome in the in the long run? Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's what I and I still always say this: the best way to track your progress is exactly what you said. How you look in the mirror, how your clothes fit, 
is going to be the best indication. Yeah. So the first thing I always say to people when they first come to see me is take some photos. Yeah. So, you know, take as much clothes off as you can and take some photos, put them, save them somewhere. Yep. Um, and always refer back to those because some people get on those scans yeah, uh, they'll get a negative result, and they go now take a photo and see that see if you can see differences. And a lot of time you can. So, yeah, uh, I, the, I sort of um, my advice uh, like to Nat, and she was pretty clued on to it. She was yeah, switched I'll on. Yeah, I talked to her a fair bit. About um, it. I was like, just take it for what it is. Um, there's lots of errors in the measurements. There's yep. lots of variations between machines. That's it. Um, yeah, there's variations in time of day, training status, hydration status. Yeah. Um, I know. So one, one of the uh, meta-analysis that I um, stumbled across was by Tim Ackland out of uh, UWA, and it basically said, in summary, all of the techniques in common use have some inherent problems, whether in the methodology, interpreting the data, or in the assumptions that they make. Yeah. Um, so I don't think... I think it's just like a uh, wild goose chase to sort of chase down this, what's my body fat percentage? Yeah. Just you either... You're either happy enough with how lean you are or you're not. Yep. And if you're not, keep doing something about it. That's that's sort of like my, like, um, without being harsh, like, if you're fat, be less fat, that sort of thing. Yep. You can be real harsh about it. But it's more like, if you're happy with how lean you are, keep doing what you're doing. Happy yep. days. Um, if you're not, are you, are you putting things in place to, you know, move towards that? end point yeah so if you're 30 40 percent body fat and you want to be 10 what are you doing if you're doing all the right things there's only so much you can do um and i think you'll be able to track your progress through your own eyes yep um rather than you know a fancy piece of equipment that is sort of uh you know got a fair bit of error in it yeah it's it's good and bad. I, I just I just feel like it's uh, not, not so necessary. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I'd say you know like the the bodybuilding guys and the guys that really care about those like minute percentages. Yeah, you're trying to get yourself under ten. Are gonna be like the ones that really need it. That's it. Um, or the ones that are you know should be actually using it a lot more often. Yeah. Um, I always think it's sort of somewhat of a dick measuring contest sometimes. What's so that people bad? can say like oh, I'm eleven percent. Yeah. It's like, so, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's, uh, that's sometimes what I feel like it is. And yeah. man, I've jumped on, I've jumped on ones and been like 20 and I was like, yeah, right. I'm not fucking 20. Like I know I'm definitely not 20 now. So yeah. Oh dude. I, so I was just like, well, I'm not 20. So I was like, nah, Yeah. doesn't count. So, but that was me. And some people will jump on it and be like, oh no. And then, you know, you've got to you got the whole psychology of body image sort of things nice. that can come out of it. So yeah. I don't know, man. As long as you're doing the best you can with your training, with your nutrition, don't worry so much about What's what a, um, a scan is saying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They do Take have them play. I, I can't say that they don't have their place, but... Um, well, yeah, that, I was going to say know. for calluses and those scans, there can be a good starting point to, for maybe, you know, finding out your calories intake that you yeah. need for, if you're wanting to, to make some changes to start with, but don't think it is each yeah. time you come in. Like I always say that when I do my calipers, it, it, you know, I've, I've done a fair few in the past, so I have got better at getting yeah. more specific to the point, but I always say, look, there's always... Yeah, but you could take rule, you yeah, could take three minutes. Room for error, you know. Well, you normally take bit. three, and you take the the average of the three, don't you? Oh, I do the I do a um, seven site. No, but like three measurements on the one site, and then oh, take yeah. the average. Yeah, take yeah. the average of there. So yeah. you're basically taking twenty one measurements. Yeah. For seven sites. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
we used to get ours done at um at the um in the force academy yeah and i was always cleaning them up like i was always <laughs> at the way lower end and it was basically just making sure the props didn't get too fat yeah and, and if they were going up it was like all right just, well you got to watch what you eat sort of thing but at the yep. end of the day like those dudes have got to carry some body fat because it's fucking protection that's it and like mass isn't it yeah so it's it's just making sure that the the mass that you're putting on isn't just fat you yep. want some of it to be muscle as well don't you so True. um i remember we used to be able to have like i think we were allowed to have snacks or something in between field sessions and weight sessions if our body fat percentage was yeah, right. underneath I think we were allowed to like smash protein and like peanut butter sandwiches and shit. But if your skin folds were too high, you weren't allowed to. Just go past all the big boys. Yeah, and, and mine was all like, man, my sum of seven, I think was like 30 something. So I was fucking, I was loving it. Yeah. That's all, yeah, mate, I was just running, chasing a ball seven days a week. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit, hopefully we answered your question. We might not have, um, I don't know. Yeah, at least you know our opinion on it. Yeah, for, for the people that we train, I don't think they're necessary. Yeah. Yeah. If you're training hard, you're eating like you should be and not being a clown, um, and you're looking in the mirror and things are improving, just be content with that. That's it. Like, yeah, you don't have to have a, a number to sort of measure your dick on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, those those things um, significantly um, underestimate body fat percentage. Yeah. So it might tell you you're 10%, but you could be as, as high as like 15 Yeah. Which is a huge difference. That's it. Too All much right. room for error. Yeah, a lot of room for error. All right, man. I want to talk about injuries. Not so much um, specific injuries or um, you know how to rehab or anything like that. But let's just say you, you're doing five fives, some deadlifts. Um, you come up out of your four set, rep three, and you hurt your back. It's just a little twinge, just like just generic sore back from deadlifts. What's your course of action? What do you do straight away? Have I stumped you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, so for me, it's like I get the question a little bit. People will say like they'll have those little, I wouldn't even call them niggles. They've hurt themselves yep. um, in the gym and they sort of say, they might say something like, what's a stretch I can do for this? Or what can I do for that and I and my my sort of thinking is nothing at this point's going to help yeah uh there's no magic just sort of stretch that's going to uninjure you yeah um so my my line of questioning is more so all right how did you do it was it specific? So can you pinpoint when it happened? So that example I just used, yeah, yeah it was it was rep three of set four. It was right then and there. I could really feel it. Yeah. Or I'm like, all right, was it a, was it built up? Were you tight previously? Were you sore before the session happened? Yeah. Was it after your main exercises towards the end of the session? Was it the day after and you've pulled up sore? That's it. Um, when it is like that, I feel it's normally so when it's something that's sort of built up and it's pulling up sore the next day and it sort of sticks around getting worse yeah that's that for me means it's it's something that's not catastrophic yeah there hasn't been a, a complete like incident where you know it's you've torn your crack. pec or that's, something yeah yeah that's when you know you're in a bit um so i for me that's like a a sort of good indication that um it's nothing major 
Yeah. And that we can just dial things back, keep yep. them moving, keep them training, um, and just uh, relook at some technique. As yeah, well. look at look at things like technique, load, intensity, um, like training days. Uh, nutrition, hydration, sleep, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at least we know that there's nothing catastrophic has happened. Yeah. Um, when it is then and there, yeah. so it's like rep two, set two, Done it went. Yeah. That to me is like, uh, I almost call that an injury. And the other example I sort of, I don't know, I might even call just like non-specific. It's like, like it's soreness or, or yeah, like wear and tear. Or yep. I feel like when, it, when you can pinpoint, yep, shit, it was then. That's when we know, all right, fuck, yeah. something's happened. That's a bit more serious. So two two lines of, well, not sort of two different sort of things we can think of. But what what do you do immediately? Um, for me, it's reduce pain, obviously. Yep. So if you're in pain, wh- whether it be standing, sitting, if like on one foot, other foot, that sort of thing, we, we need to reduce the pain. Yeah. Um, so that could be cryotherapy, so icing. It could be elevation the standard sort of rice sort of stuff yeah um the old stop doing that one you know what i mean like it hurts when i do this yep, yep. stop doing Don't that do <laughs> we've all done that yep. um it could be um anti-inflammatory so i don't know fuck, i haven't had them in ages um some people live on them and they probably shouldn't but it, they can help yep. um so anti-inflammatories there's also an argument that they don't help yeah um and that you actually want those that inflammatory response because that kickstarts, you know, the response to heal. Yeah, right. Um, but obviously, if you can decrease pain, that's goal number one. Yeah. Um, after that, we're looking at getting range of motion back straight away. Let me scroll on this for you, man. Yeah. Getting is- getting range of motion back straight away. So the the most typical one is going to be uh, a lower back, whether it be squatting, deadlifting, whatever it is. I feel like, uh, and I've done this before, or I've tweaked my back and it's that sort of specific, okay, we've done something. Yeah. Um, before I sort of say, and this happened with a client of mine oh, probably four or five years ago. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I've done something to my back here. And I didn't want to just say, oh, I'll just call it there, off you go. It was, okay, just like take a bit of time, try and like get the, we'll get the pain down a little bit. And then I actually got her through to do some uh, just like dowel stick Romanian deadlifts yeah, and just get that range of motion get, get that range of motion back so now like because she could deadlift and we're just we're deadlifting hard and these things happen yep you know um, and some and if you were trying to chase the reason it happened you, you might struggle yeah um, but I just feel like getting that range of motion back is key and getting it back early um, we see it all the time with ACLs and people don't rehab them, which is another topic we're going to get to, yeah. um, where they don't work into their full extension. And then all of a sudden, a year later, they still don't have full extension yeah. because they haven't done their rehab probably. So you need to have range of motion because if you basically, if you don't use it, you lose it very quickly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the earlier you can get some range of motion back, pain-free range of motion, yeah. even if it is like after you've done injury the same session, get some range of motion going. Yep. Not so it's painful, but get moving. Um, even from a psychological point of view, you know, it can sort of help you out. All right, I've already got to here. Yep. Like, I'm going to be fine, that sort of thing. Um, and in the long term, definitely. It's a massive thing. Um, so range of motion back ASAP. Um, then from there, 
physiotherapist. I feel like people like do physios have a bad name or something? Because <laughs> I know the amount of times I see mate, like I'm I, so I do exercise rehab, right? And I I have sent sent that many people to Josh um, at Life Ready. Shout out to Josh Chua at Life Ready um, because people are sort of asking me what they've done, this sort of thing. I'm like, I I don't diagnose injuries. It's not what I do. I can give you an idea, but I'd rather, you know, an actual physio give give them what they've actually done and, like, they're, they're trained in diagnosing and treating injuries. That's it. I'm trained in helping people exercise around them, yeah. um, increase their functional ability, decrease the limitations of the exercise. Um, and that's where Josh reciprocates and sends people back to you. Yep, that's with it. me. And that's what we call allied health. Yeah. So like, I'm sure that's what the allied part of health means. Allied health means. Um, so we work sort of more as a team rather than like me thinking I can be a physiotherapist yeah. and every physio thinking like, Josh could probably do it because he's clued on. Every physio thinking that they can do all the gym work for someone. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, don't be afraid to go and see a physiotherapist. Um, I'm not going to... Uh, we've got too many chiropractic friends that I'm not going to bash chiropractors. <laughs> but I, I'm, I also I sort of give people weird looks when it's sort of uh, knees, ankles, shoulders and stuff. And they're like, I'm going to see my chiro. And I'm yeah. sort of like, what weird? But anyway, a lot of and a lot of chiros do do soft tissue stuff yeah, as well right. now. So yeah, I'm just more for me from a sporting background. I just normally physio. go to physio. Yep. Um, gladly, I sort of stay. I haven't been. There. I went to Josh for some niggling knee injuries about oh, 18 months ago. Um, so see a physio, and then from there, this is where someone like myself comes in. I say, all right, where did we go wrong? Is it volume? So is it like, have we gone from not training to training like we did in our prime or something like that? Um, is it intensity? Is it a mixture of both? Yep. Um, is it frequency? You might, you know, be training back to back to back to back to back. Yep. And then all of, a, all of a sudden, the fifth day in a row, something, something happens. Um, technical, which is a big one for us. Like yep. we, we try and clean people up across the board. Yep. Um, that's a big part of what we do. It's the, one of the main things we do. Um, or was it an accident? Was it just, you know, you can't really pinpoint everything's fine. You've been, you've done this amount of volume before you've trained this hard before you just fucked that wrap up at a concert in a mosh pit. Yeah. Or you're at a, you're at a concert in the mosh pit and you roll your ankle or I was playing basketball against you and I tweaked my ankle yesterday. Fuck. Um, so yeah, that's where I feel as a exercise physiologist after you see the physio, that's where, um, I can sort of step in and say, you know, this is what we need to do. Yeah. Um, from a volume, that's a programming standpoint, really. Volume intensity, that sort of stuff. From a programming standpoint. Yeah. Um, so, going back over that, it's decrease the pain, however, you, like however you can. Um, yep. Elevation, icing, um, resting, sleeping, not doing silly movements that hurt it. That's, that's probably the big one. Isn't it? <laughs> um, when people do something to the point where they can barely move, like like a bad lower back injury where they can barely move, and come in the next day and train. Yeah, uh, fires me right up. Not a good idea. Fires me right so. up, dude. Um, uh, so yeah, see a physio. Yep. Um, and then let's let's talk rehab prehab. So rehab, man. It. How many people? 
do you hear? And it's, it always seems to be old footy players, rugby players. Oh, I've got a bad this from back in my footy days. Yeah. Oh, I've got a dodgy knee. I've got a this, I've got a that. And I always want to be like, how much rehab do you do? You know what I mean? How many people just like, oh, it doesn't hurt that much anymore. Yeah. And then they're just walking around limited in their range, limited in their strength and function. Yeah. And they just live with it. Yeah. Man, that those are the people... And like, I need to, I need to fire up the rehab side of Smith's fitness and be like, look, you shouldn't be limited from a dicky shoulder from your average football career 10 years ago. That's it. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be a thing. Look at how many ACLs some of these AFL guys are having and coming back from and playing well after. And then people have got like, you know, a a rotator cuff strain 15 years ago. And they're still like, oh, shoulder's no good. That's it's it. like, hey, mate, there's people out there, us, that can help you. Yep. So come and see us, that sort of thing. So do your rehab, man. Then from there, it's prehab or preventative-based stuff. So as as lifters, strength athletes, athletes in general, we can sort of have a, uh, a look at what we injure most frequently. And this is going to be like individualized uh, across the board. So if I was looking at powerlifters, what do we injure? It's backs normally. Yeah. Backs, shoulders. Would yeah. you say backs and shoulders? Yep. Don't get too many knees, really. Oh, you can get yes. You say backs and shoulders though. Definitely uh, backs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's different, I guess, with everyone, isn't it? But yeah, probably yeah. Your lower backs probably the one that seems. That's to the be one. Most... So what do we need to do to to prevent that? Yeah. You know, like trunk stability exercises, breathing bracing exercises. Yep. So. Are we doing those? Are we addressing those to make sure that down the line we can train with that intensity, with that volume, yeah. and, and still not be injured? Um, if it was shoulders, are we doing, you know, are we looking at our programming and saying all we're doing is bench pressing? Push pull, you know, ratio the, stuff, the, yeah. the whole evening out push pull ratio is a bit of a fool's errand, but we have to make sure that there is somewhat of a um, equalization amongst amongst them. Yeah. So. Like, are you just hugely pec dominant and rounded and your posture shit? Yeah. Or is it, you know, are you niggle free? You got good range of motion. You got good scapular control. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, the push pull thing, like I still exercise wise, I'm probably 60, 40 press to pull. Yep. Um, power lifters or just for general? Oh, just in general. Oh, maybe even power lifters, but I sort of lump in. Um, tricep exercises as push, which yep. aren't really gonna sway the dominance, the anterior chain dominance sort of thing. If if that makes sense. Yep. Um, but I I always like no one will come in and just do push. Yeah. Like there'll always be a pull exercise yep. included. That's um, it. and all that. the preventative and warm up based stuff is all pull based stuff. Whether it be a face pull, whether it be band pull aparts. Yep. Yep. It's all. <clears throat> so if you look at it. If you add those things in, maybe it is evened out or it's even weighted more towards pull. Yeah. But I, I just think like they're trying to get the 50-50 thing. It, like who actually said that it needs to be 50-50? It just, need, me, it just needs to be equalized to a point that it's not detrimental. Yeah. 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 I get you. Um, so it doesn't actually have to be like, I did 100 reps of pushing, I did 100 reps of pulling, We're all good. and it was all the equal weight. It doesn't, yeah, that's nah. a fool's errand sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, so let's, uh, the, the 
yeah, the stuff with the prehab, you, you would sort of look at if you have previous injuries. Yep. So, uh, so for me, I didn't have too many, but let's just say ankles. Rolled a few ankles. Am I doing, and I'm playing a sport where I'm going to be at risk of rolling ankles. Yeah. Um, am I doing what I can to make sure I've got, you know, good proprioception, good stability through my ankle? Yep. Um, if I'm not, and I keep getting injured, fucking jokes on you sort of thing. That's it. All right. So I see some people just sort of come in and they don't address the troubled areas. Um, and then they wonder why they keep having, having these yep. niggles that stay with them. Um, you've got to be diligent in your preventative work as well. That's um, and you've you got to target. I don't mean you have to sit there and do every preventative exercise ever. Yep. You've got to look at, so like I did a needs analysis for the swimmers and I said, if they get injuries, it's only ever overuse shoulder injuries. Yep. So what can we do in our warm-up? So our main focus in our warm-up is shoulder stability, basically. Yep. Strength and stability through their shoulder. Um, that's sort of using your time wisely. So if you're someone who's had sketchy knees, you want to address that. Yeah. Um, anything else to add on that? I think um, for me, that's just more so I don't keep getting asked, like, what can I do for this? Oh, yeah. Let's get to the point. Like I said this last week. Yeah. No foam rolling will fix your injury. Yeah. No stretch. Yeah, no magic. Will really stretch. fix your injury. I saw yeah. the funniest meme, man. Um, there's a great meme account, Ultra Running Memes. Fucking classic. Um, and it was just, it was like one of those 1-800 ads sort of thing, but they just changed it. And it was like, um, are you injured? Question mark. Have you tried stretching it? And it was like, or visit injuredpieceofshit.com. It was so good. I was <laughs> fucking cracking up at it. Um, so yeah, no stretching's going to... Like if you've pulled a hammy... Sometimes stretching can be detrimental. Can yeah, be if you've if pulled you a hammy and then all you're doing is just like cranking a stretch on it, yeah. it's not ideal. Like a light stretch, yeah. yeah, but think movements, guys. Think movement. Get that That's range it. of motion going. Yeah. Um, get the confidence going in your movement. But at the end of the day... Um, yeah, there's there's not and one stretch the that's big, gonna fix things. The big thing I say as well is if it hurts, you know, we'll go back to that. Don't you shouldn't be doing it. So find out what you can and Yeah. And the other, and the, probably the other one I guess is when people get injured then they just think stop training. So I was thinking the you know, the old guy goes, Oh, got bad knees, so I just don't squat. I just don't do any yeah, leg yeah, yeah. based movements. So You've got the two and you've got so you mentioned it before, you've got those people that like, oh, this hurt at the end of Monday session, yep. but they're in on Tuesday, and you're yeah. like, wasn't that hurt yesterday? So you're either not fucking hurt on Monday, yep. or you're, you're crazy, yeah. and you're just waiting for something worse to happen, and then you've got the people that are like, well, I'm going to have a month off. Yeah, I can't do anything here. So, yeah. yeah. So we've just outlined what you should be doing. So you might come in, say you're injured Monday, and you, you're one of the, you know you want to come to the gym. Do what you can around the injury, yep. and then some light movement. Through the injured body part. That's it. Pain-free range of motion, you know, movement patterns, technique work, that yep. sort of thing. Um, we haven't really touched on training around certain things, so let's touch a little bit on um, getting back into some training after you have hurt yourself. So um, just some variations that we've used in the past. So yep. lower backs, you might start with, you know, rack pull-based movements. Yep. So you're decreasing the range of motion. So you're not forcing yourself into the sort of uh, more dangerous, for lack of a better term, ranges of motion. Yep. Um, so similar with a squat, 
if it, if it's a knee problem, you might not squat to full depth. Yep. You might squat, you know, high box, high box or something like that. Yep. You might do single leg based stuff on some your, Peterson steps and yeah, yep. stuff like that. Um, so there's definitely ways that you can train around things, um, but I still feel that uh, you've got to have a, the goal of getting back to full range of motion. Yeah. Um, when it comes to bench press, it might be floor presses. Yep. It might be single arm stuff, which I did a lot of when I broke my wrist. I was doing, I did a whole single arm five three one sort of thing. Yep. Um, it was a great program. Um, so yeah, some I definitely like a block pull. Uh, or rack pull for people that have had coming back from you know lower back niggles. Yep. Um, I think those sort of things are, are pretty common sense. Um, sort of working your strength through decreased range of motion and then slowly building that range of motion. That's it. Um, getting that strength stability and confidence back um, with a little bit of weight. Um, let's move on from there, man. So that's basically our uh, our main topics there. Now we're going to talk or oh, quick fire pyramid training. So this was from uh, Jamie Christie. Nearly forgot her last name. Yep. Um, and it was just sort of thoughts on pyramid training. And my thoughts are don't really have any thoughts on it. Yep. Um, it's just another way to sort of skin the cat. Um, and it sort of happens naturally anyway. So there's all sorts of different pyramid schemes it. that yeah. you could do. Like some people will go... Um, like a warm-up is basically a somewhat of a pyramid training and yep. I think from her point of view um, this question is probably for her husband to be fair um, is building up in intensity yeah and decreasing in reps it's the old army up to a certain point yeah it's just that's what he it's just sort of um, it's neither here nor there I think yeah whether you do uh, uh, like a, a warm-up yeah and then just straight sets at a straight weight um, or do you do straight sets up to a heavy, uh, not straight, so you do sort of pyramid sets up to a heavy weight. It's neither really here nor there. It's yeah. just choose one and stick to it and train hard. Yeah. The, the effects are going to be pretty I think yeah. negligible for most as long as the sort of things are equated across the board. Yeah. Um, when it comes to um, like working up to heavy sets, yeah. that's pretty much a pyramid. You're going to do warm up with the empty bar for 20. You're going to do 60 for 10. You might do 80 for 8. Yeah. 100 for 5. That Like, that's a pyramid up there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, I don't really have any thoughts. It's just normally, it's yeah. just sort of it's another way to skin the cat. Another, another if tool that's to what, use. If that, yeah, another tool to use. use another way to add in. Conditioning sessions, actually. For, yeah. You know, good fun, quick ways to get workouts done and stuff like that. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, it's um, it's a handy tool. It's I'm gonna say that it's not gonna be any better or worse than other training protocols. Yeah. Because well, unless it's highly varied, you know, yeah. unless it's completely changes the amount of intensity or volume that comes out of the session. Yeah. It's it's neither here nor there. If you like training, like if you like doing things that way. Yeah. Yeah. Stay yeah, with it. it. That's if it. you don't, and you like just straight sets, straight weight, all yours. That's it. Oh. Don't get your hurt feelings. Topic of the week. It's back. I can't spell his name either. Israel Falau. A in there somewhere, isn't there? There is. I spell it there. Yeah, yeah, Falau. Um, Israel Falau, man. Oi, it's like the hearing of the century. So this is the funny thing to me. We couldn't really figure out whether he should be allowed to say what he said. Yeah. 
and I'm I'm at I'm at the point now that society is basically the th- the things that have followed have basically said yeah probably should be able to say what he said so the whole thing is he put on every, if you haven't if you're not around it now just go to his Instagram it's it would still be up yeah, that's fucking brutal that's taken still, down us. um so he basically I think it's a, actually a quote out of the Bible but just like put into a shitty graphic and posted on Instagram yeah. um and he got in trouble for it and then. He's having a, a hearing about whether he can or can't be... He is or isn't in breach of contract and they can or can't tear up his contract, basically. Rugby Australia, the most fucking inept <laughs> governing board of sport. Yeah. They're fucking useless. Um, and this go- just is another reason it goes to show. Um, so they couldn't do the hearing. So he quoted something from um, the Bible, right? And then they couldn't do the hearing because um, everyone was off for Easter. <laughs> um, which is just like, oh, you're just picking and choosing now, right? And then it was Alan Jones, um, who's like a... He's a broadcaster, um, radio guy, and I think he's had... I think he might have been a Wallaby or a Wallaby coach or something like that way back in the day. He's an old yep. dude. Yep. Um, and he has his opinions and all that sort of stuff. Um, but he put the... I read an article from him and I was like... It highlighted these things and I was like, fuck, that's classic. So they, they couldn't do the uh, the hearing um, to, to sort of say, oh, he can't say that, which is straight out of the Bible because it's Easter. So they couldn't do the hearing because it's Easter, which is classic to me. So we're going to have the holiday. We're going to have the holidays um, from Easter, but yeah, you can't say this out of the Bible. And then when they come to the hearing, there'll be people that are asked to take the stand. I don't think it's like a... It's, I think it's more of a... I don't think it's an out and out like court hearing, yeah. but they still have to take the stand yeah. and put their hand on the same Bible that he quoted from <laughs> and say that they'll tell the truth and everything. Yeah. I was like, oh mate, it's sort of, it's swayed me to think maybe you should be able to say it given that, think about those two yeah. things in our society. Yeah. We put our hand on the Bible, Yeah. you know, and these are all accepted things that happen. I don't, I don't know. So it's, it, I just thought that was funny, man. How ridiculous. Yeah, how ridiculous that is. Yeah. And the fact that they did two days, man. Two lots of eight hours, what would you call it, deliberations. Really? And they're like, oh, like, we're not sure yet. It's still, it's still going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. this is costing money. They've got to pay lawyers. It's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Dude, Rugby Australia, fucking inept, <laughs> dude. All right, that's enough on Israel Flower. Oh, you got anything else on Israel nah, Flower? No, yeah. Um, all right. I'll fence it, but like, fence like it. I've been apparently. Fence so. it. Uh, um, all right, man. Let's go on to this last one. Now, this is a really big topic for me. Um, something I'm very passionate about. And I just, you know, I think other people should be as well. Hard or soft tacos, man. <laughs> I just couldn't remember what you were about to say. <laughs> we were like, oh no, it's going to get like, deep. It's going to get deep. Well, the obvious well, answer... And Dora the Explorer gave this to us, Did is you? why not both? Now. True. Oh, that's right. That's where it's from, bro, yeah, isn't yeah. it? No, I don't think that's oh, actually that's... Dora the Explorer, but she looks oh, like... Oh, definitely. Dora. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. She comes down, she's all Spanish and shit, and she's like, yeah, why not both? Uh, that's my Spanish accent. Um, yeah, so, this, this is cl- I've got a clutch move for you, though. So, yeah. hard or soft tacos. I'm more of the soft yep. taco kind of guy, yep. right? But get this. I haven't quite put it into practice yet, but let's say I'm eating hard tacos. What's the problem? 
They always break, right? And they break down the middle, right down the middle. They well. fucking go everywhere, and then you're holding on to like two half bits of a hard taco, and yeah. shit's all just falling out yeah. all over the place, right? Exactly. Creating a big mess. Yeah. You know how to stop that? Yeah. Two? No. <laughs> Clutch move. Here we go. You get a soft taco, a big one, hopefully, a big plate-sized motherfucker, put it underneath. Ah, so you got soft and hard together. While you eat your hard taco and all the shit that falls out Just falls on. into the soft taco so and tacos. then you eat the soft taco, <laughs> bro. That's how you... That's clutch move. Yeah. Or you could just do the soft taco. Or you can just do soft just... tacos and, uh, yeah, you don't have to have to worry about it. All right, so there you go. That is it. Yep. You need to get out of here. I Still do. about an hour's worth there, man. A little bit shorter than normal. Um, a big shout out to everyone who is listening to the podcast. Like I said, screenshots, dudes, tag us. Um, head over to iTunes. Download the show as well. Um, five-star reviews. Leave us an actual review, so write one out for us, even if it's just like, these guys talk shit, I love it, something like that. Um, for those of you who haven't come down to the gym net, gym yet, where are you at? Smith's Fitness, 2 Helmshaw Way, Port Kennedy. Come on down, we've got everything you need to get in the strongest, fittest shape of your life. Um, We've got our group sessions going Monday, Tuesday, Thursday at 5.30, Tuesday, Thursday at 6 a.m. Troy and I are doing PT. Troy and I are coaching athletes, coaching powerlifters. The powerlifting team keeps growing. It's going good now, isn't it? Um, So bigger and bigger. Get on down there. Um, We guarantee you will love our gym. You can find Troy at... Troy Abbott PT yep. on Instagram and Strengthletics Facebook. on Facebook. You can find me at Smith's underscore fitness on Instagram. Like I said, guys, thank you for listening. Tags, screenshots, it means the world to us. Thank you. Peace. Yep.